Welcome to the Jonathan and Kelly Show. Jonathan Rush. U.S. President Joe Biden calls Chinese President Xi Jinping a dictator. U.S. President Joe Biden calls his Chinese counterpart a dictator. Kelly Nash. 美方有关言论极其荒谬，极不负责，严重违背基本事实，严重违背外交礼仪。The Jonathan and Kelly Show. The last voice you heard was that of the historic figure, as we now been taught, any press secretary for the leader of a country is a historic figure. Okay, according to the KJP, she's a historic figure. There are people writing books about her, even as we speak. Um, that was her saying that that、um, Xi being a dictator was absurd, and they were highly offended by it. So, did you call him a dictator? Who in the hell does <laughs> Biden think she is? Putin?、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that the 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 idea that you are going to call him a dictator, right after we heard Bloomberg talking about he has constituents. Bloomberg was right. She does have a constituency that he has to answer to, or they will haul his little Chinese ass right out of that palatial. Throne. He serves at the pleasure of the people and beat him with a Singapore cane,、mm-hmm. which is the ultimate of insult to any Chinese. No question. So <laughs> now this puts Trump, excuse me, this puts Biden in an untenable position, as he has told us. I love it when the word police get called out. He has told us repeatedly because he held the summit of democracies, a summit of countries, okay, coming together.、Mm-hmm. Against authoritarians? No, no, no joke. No joke. No hyperbole. We're coming. We got they,、uh, authoritarians. You say, they say, hey, hey, Joe. No joke. Democracy's not nimble enough. Authoritarian's going to rule the world. Now you can call him an authoritarian. Apparently, and G's okay with that. But、okay. don't call him a dictator. Interesting. All right. The、um, word police have just gotten called out. You can't call she a dictator. If I ever meet him, I'll remember that. Wouldn't that be priceless? Have an opportunity to meet this guy. You're an authoritarian, not a dictator. Got it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now,、um, my favorite marquee of all time, previously posted on the other store, marquee in Forest Acres, where I recommend the club sandwich, but my kids always like the. Turkey Club.、Uh, the supply of government has outgrown the demand.、Mm-hmm. We are watching right now with Durham's testifying before a House Judiciary Committee. How in the hell did Hank Johnson ever get on the Judiciary Committee anyway? I guess the Democrats feel like you got to put him somewhere, right? I so guess he's gonna he's going to embarrass you at some point, somehow, somewhere. So this is as good as any, and Hank Johnson, unlike all the other committee members, had to have a tablet out. And apparently, it appears that, that staffers were typing the questions that Hank was just reading, and and you know that because there was a couple of times where Hank would say, "Well, isn't it true?" and then he'd lay out something insane, and 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 then Durham would go, "No, that's not true," and he'd say, "It's not," and then he'd pause and he'd look at his tablet. Okay then. Well, isn't it true? And then he'd read the next question. No, that's not true. You're saying that so and so didn't do such and such. That's exactly what I'm saying. If you read the report, you would know that that's what we were saying. 
I read the report. <laughs> Isn't it true that Guam is in fear of capsizing? <laughs> Georgia. Georgia, what the hell are you doing when you keep sending this guy back? That might be the last time Hank Johnson asked a question without a tablet. It might be. <laughs> and then previous to that, we heard our house member from Texas. I can never remember her name. Oh. Why can't oh, I Sheila remember Jackson her? Lee? Yes. Sheila Jackson Lee reading the, doing the same thing. Her staffers are controlling her tablet so she can read the question. She plainly hasn't read the report. She does. She couldn't pick Durham out of a lineup. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what the Durham report was about. Mm-hmm. And she wants to know, or Hank Johnson wanted to know, why didn't you bring charges against Hunter? Well, we weren't charged with investigating Hunter Biden, but you never charged him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, you and read then with the Sheila report, Jackson Lee, not... she was like, when you became the special prosecutor, you had a lot of contact with uh, Mr. Barr. I don't remember having a lot of it. Well, let let me read these back to you then. On August 10th, 2019, you had a text message. That says, well, And he kind of interrupted. He said, well, I didn't become the prosecutor until late October. Okay, <laughs> let me continue. Then, again, September 10th. Again, September 14th. And he's like, he was my boss at that point. That yeah, he was I had my, to respond to my boss. Yeah, my boss was texting me a lot. <laughs> if you look after October 20th or so, you'll notice that that stops. Again, on October 1st. <laughs> listen to the answer. Yeah. She's so focused on her question. And I'm, I listen, I'm excited. They can read a tablet. They can read a prompter. Joe can't even do that. So, hooray. All right, so this this and now Adam Schiff is asking questions. Oh, I'm I'm I don't nearly there's not enough duct tape in the world to hold my noggin closed to keep from exploding after I hear this sack of crap speaking. Mm. And he wants to be a senator from California. He wants the Feinstein seat. Mm. So uh, Joe now has totally screwed up everything that Blinken was able to piece back together with his incredible trip to China. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Now, I did last night make a reference as I was walking into one of Spartanburg's finest Chinese restaurants. Okay. Because Lee had recommended we eat there. Actually, his girlfriend loves this restaurant. It was good. So if she said, likes it, he likes it. I said, you know, I was, I'm glad you picked this out. I'm, I'm interested in having some home cooking. As China will now be our home country. Oh. Not long from now. <laughs> so I'm getting well-versed on my Chinese cuisine. Sure. Put away your fried chicken. I had the beef and broccoli. It was very good. All right, so now there's big news here according to MSNBC this morning. Uh, Trump is down 6% within Republicans, as we now continue to poll the candidates for the Republican nomination. My prediction is Trump will be up by 12 points after this week's China debacle. So you could just hold that polling there for a second, and I don't even want to ask you who conducted that poll. Well, again, that was just the, the, the six points that he's down is only among likely Republican voters and who is he running against? 
So I'm trying to remember who picked up because DeSantis did not pick up. DeSantis no. was flat at like 24%. Um, and Trump went something like 42 to 36%. I think Pence like and Nikki Haley ticked up one point each. There you go. So that's where some of the things went. Now, could that all just be a variable? Absolutely. That could just sure. be a wobble in polling. It could be something legit. I, you know, one poll doesn't tell you anything. Um, you'll find out if you get 10 polls that say Trump's down 5, 6, 7%, then you'll start to know he's down a little bit. But even 5, 6, 7% doesn't affect the outcome. As long as he has more than a third, that's all he needs. If if Trump doesn't go b- below 33%, he wins because there's too many other people involved. Now, the other big news, and they were very excited to report this, 85% of Americans wish that John Donald Republican, Trump would not run. Non-Republican voters. So this does include independents. Oh, I thought it was 85% of Americans did not want Donald Trump to run. Maybe I'll have to go back and look again. They reported that it was non-Republican voters. All right, so anyway. Because look, probably kind of, about, I'd say 60% of Republican voters don't want him to run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it wouldn't be unusual for 85% of Americans. It wouldn't be a hard run. stretch to get that poll to come out. Now, what is the polling on percentage of Americans that don't want Joe Biden to run? <laughs> 89, 80, 90, 80, 90%? We're up to 80, 90% now? Yeah. I know we're at 82 a couple of weeks ago. So, nonetheless, uh, all that polling that doesn't make a hill of beans difference continues. And they're very excited about it. And they continue to bring out interesting tidbits in the Brett Baer interview with Trump. And CNN's all over that, too. This is why they don't have any time to remind you that China now has pretty much turned their backs on us again. We had just pieced it back together with Blinken. What a great job, Blinken. You got everybody at the military talking to us again. All right, now let's continue, shall we? Um, there's really no other, no other. I was thinking about the other day. We literally can't keep up with the news cycle in this country when you look at all the things that are going off the rails. You cannot keep up with it, and you yeah. and I stay pretty plugged in. Yeah, but it's it's by design. I mean, we've talked about that numerous times. How. The goal is to overwhelm the system, overwhelm your senses, diminish your sensibilities, make things that seemed at one point extreme, make them seem normal. Um, and so, you know, that that march towards total collapse continues. I was a little disappointed in our state. We only had two parents groups that made the list of terrorists groups as notated and now designated by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Okay. We only have two groups here. Any in the Midlands? I was hoping we'd have more. Oh, they're statewide groups. So I'm sure we have members of that. Moms for Liberty? Something like that. Yeah. That and something else. Parents for Education, I think, is the largest terrorist group in America right now. Well, you know, we were talking about the, uh, the governor and his lack of vetoes and his uh, encouragement to send more money to the colleges. And the, and the story is talking about how the goal of government, South Carolina's government, is to pro- make it so that there's no need to increase tuition fees. I mean, I, I will say that oftentimes government either disguises or legitimately has a good goal in mind. 
But more often than not, government fails in what they're trying to accomplish. When you send more money to the schools, obviously the schools don't need to raise tuition. They don't need to. They just want to. <laughs> and they will continue to do so. They just so. know that they can. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about this sesame, sesame seed story from last year. I don't know if you paid attention to that. But um, two years ago, it was revealed that there's about one and a half million Americans that are allergic to sesame seeds. Now, that's not a great deal of percentage-wise of the 340 million or so that we have living here, but one and a half million Americans can't have sesame seeds. So uh, Congress, trying to do the right thing, said you have to identify on your packaging if sesame seeds were involved at all in the production of your product because it's in makeup, it's in food, it's in clothing, it's in everything. So they thought they were doing the right thing. Again, government effed it up. So now what has happened is manufacturers, according to every report, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Washington Post, whomever, they've pretty much put sesame seeds in everything now. So now people can't have anything. If you're allergic to sesame seeds, you have to assume that everything has a sesame seed in it. And when they asked the manufacturers, why did you take stuff that didn't have sesame seeds in it and put sesame seeds in it after we asked you to identify which products have sesame seeds in it? And they said, honestly, we didn't put sesame seeds into it, but it's made at the same plant where sesame seeds are. And we can't. it's like trying to clean out your car after a day at the beach. Can I guarantee that there's no sand in that car? No, I can tell you we've cleaned it. It's pretty good. But if somebody's allergic to sesame seeds and they have a reaction and you're saying to us that we are now open to a lawsuit because we didn't clean it well enough or whatever, well, then we're just going to go ahead and say we put sesame seeds in it. So now people who are allergic to sesame seeds can't have anything. They can't have milk. They can't have cookies. They can't have anything. But what? So how could they have solved the problem? Let the market handle it. In other words, my wife tells me we don't want special dyes or anything in our laundry detergent anymore. That's her thing. I couldn't give a rip about it, but that's her thing. Well, you know, I tried to be a good husband. I bring home all. All says it's pure and all this. That's not pure. <laughs> okay. That has all the, that's why they call it all. Yeah. It's got all the stuff in it I don't want, Kelly. Yeah. That'll kill us. All will kill you. Recommended by 99.9% .9 of dermatologists. I don't give a crap. <laughs> it's not clean enough. So yesterday I had to go to Whole Foods and spend an exorbitant amount of money <laughs> buying laundry detergent from some company I never heard of called uh -huh. like, and it, it's funny because it's like dirty something dirty load or something and then there's a, a sheet things that you put in the dryer you had to get those too now why is that there if you've got all that yeah. claims to be clean and sure. pure or like dove soap or whatever that claims to be pure, ivory soap or, yeah why do all these other companies come along because they recognize there's people not a majority of people Clearly, the vast majority of people are not going to spend $15 to get four loads of wash done. 
right? But there are there are enough of us out here. That's right. There's enough people where if you had a, a sesame seed free hamburger manufacturing plant, yeah, you could you could market that not only to the one and a half million Americans that are allergic to it, but their families. So now you're talking about four or five million people who would be interested in purchasing a product that they could be guaranteed never came anywhere near a sesame seed. But we can't do that now. Now we can't do it because of the government. Because government. Yesterday, based on a family matter, I had to leave town pretty quickly. And on the way, Sally, realizing that I was getting hangry, yeah. suggested that we stop and not only use the restroom, but get something to eat. Okay. Well, we pulled into a Love's truck stop where the only thing there other than Chester's chicken, which I don't really feel comfortable buying, was a McDonald's. Okay. And you know I don't trust McDonald's meat, so the only thing I can eat there is a fish sandwich. You do like the fish. Which my kids insist is not real fish. I'm sure it's not. (laughs) But as I was standing there waiting on my to-go order, which did come rather quickly, and I salute you, whichever exit that was. (laughs) Real man of genius, we salute you, truck stop McDonald's guy. I was reading the new McDonald's. Food allergy disclaimer. Have oh. you read that one lately? I uh, not lately. Oh, no. it's a full paragraph, <laughs> and it goes through exactly what you talked about. Yeah, because there is a warning Could that even if you're not series. allergic to foods that may be served on your menu item, it may have come in contact with other foods you may be allergic to, or on the surface of where other foods were prepared. Yeah. I mean, it's a full paragraph. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, because. Sesame seed oil, I'm finding out, is in everything. Yes. And it, and you're right. It may not actually be inside the product, but it's on the label. Now they're now and that's the because they weren't putting it on the labels. And we don't even know if anybody had an allergic reaction in the yes. whole country. Right. To uh, something that w- didn't have sesame seeds in it, but it was prepared in the same manufacturing plant. But to cover their butts, once Congress passed that law in 2019, they said, or 2021, I'm sorry, when they passed that law, all the manufacturing plants said, just say sesame seeds in everything. It's in everything. It's in and everything. Then, so what about the what about the four million people who can't buy stuff? Bump them. Yeah. We're not here for those four million people. What about We're the here soap for the and 326 the sesame million. seed oils in that? Yeah. So that's if anybody asks sesame seeds in so it. So when 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 our legislature says we're going to send more money, yeah, to help make sure that kids don't have to take out bigger loans to go to college, that has the opposite effect. That guarantees that the tuition rates will go up, that the debt will be higher, that the quality of the education will be lesser than, and we're just we're we're in a death cycle with our education system. This is why I salute a former podcaster, God rest his soul, Bill who put and kept it up forever, the supply of government has outgrown the demand. Now, with the state of South Carolina, the governor even says, and remember, he's got veto power. He can go line by line if you like. He's got the red pen. Um, he said that he didn't have to veto much to begin with because he worked closely with the legislators to make sure that we had everything and just the things we need in the budget. And when you go through, you understand it. It shows a breakdown of all the schools. And all the money that they got, and there's that big payload for Clemson, $132.5 million. Who was the next closest? 
I guess it's South Carolina. I guess got eighty point uh, six. Eighty point six million for the main campus. But it talks about how in the fall, when these colleges are going to come back with their budgets, they're expected to submit detailed plans to reduce tuition fees and other costs to students or parents' bills. Well, my question is, why don't we just write that in the law? We're going to give you all this money, freeze your tuition from last year, period. But we didn't. So, well, Because if you're the university president, right, mm-hmm. you say, I reject it then. I reject that. I don't want your money now. And then what happens? Then you're like, oh, crap, the state universities, Clemson and South Carolina, are going to double their tuition fees? Mm. Why couldn't you help us here, government? Mm -hmm. So government's over a barrel. Government says we're going to go ahead and pay. So, And by the way, what are we giving them? So right off the top, it's $43 million to keep the students' costs steady. Then you're going to send another $315 million for one-time aid for construction. Then you're going to send another $250 million to help out with the tuition costs. I mean, we're just pumping a billion dollars towards these universities, and the universities have been taught it's never enough. Yeah, but don't forget, they also, uh, separately, it sends $590 million in lottery profits on college scholarships, tuition assistance, and workforce training programs. Mm -hmm. So you got the lottery money on top of that. Yeah. So it's it's billions of dollars. And and so when you graduate college in 2023 or 2024 or 2026 or whenever it is that you graduate from college, you can know with full assurance that your education is less valuable to you as an employee than it was 20 years ago. And that was less valuable than it was 20 years previous. So when you look at the people who graduated in the 70s and the 80s from college and they started using that statistic, which they've never changed, that the average person, average college graduate earns more than a million dollars in their lifetime than a high school graduate. It's total BS now. It's total BS. As a matter of fact, the average college graduate earns earns about $5,000 a year more than the average high school graduate. However, you compound that with the fact that they, the average college graduate has something close to $100,000 in debt. And it is compounding. They lose money. You lo- if you go to college, you're going to lose money. That's almost a guarantee. And the other day, I was not part of the conversation, thank goodness, or I would have stepped in and said something. But apparently there was a big text group amongst my children where one, I will leave his name out, Lee. Um, Oops, did I say that out loud? Mm -hmm. A Clemson graduate claims that his diploma is more valuable than the other three because they graduated from the University of South Carolina. Okay. So that riot. (laughs) <laughs> ensued the thumbs were angry that day my friend they were all texting back and forth and i'm like okay well lee i don't know what they taught you up there at clemson but you ins- you just insulted the guy who paid for all of this shit crap so why wh- why would you possibly start this conversation to begin with and what he said i i that's why i stayed out of it oh i, I didn't get i didn't get involved i'm like yeah i don't want to hear about you guys deciding how much money i wasted on your college educations but for the average consumer, and let's just say students are consumers, actually parents are consumers if you're paying for it, but the students primarily the consumers, 
you're getting ripped off on the cost for your college education. Now, and you and you fail to re- even the business students, I think, fail to recognize that. So Kelly's point may be even more demonstrative than we first thought. You're not learning squat. Or you would have learned a long time ago, or you would have figured it out on your own as you were started down this four-year path. This is a big waste of money. Mm-hmm. There's no way this degree's ever going to pay me back when I'm when I'm not only spending in cash but spending in time. I'm losing four years in the workplace. I could about been out here making money. I'm looking at the uh, student loan debt statistics updated wow. on April 1st of 2023. It's staggering. Um, so right now, the Fed, just the federal loan balances, what we owe is $1.635 trillion in student loans. That's what you. That's what the kids owe. It, yeah. Uh, there's currently 43.8 <laughs> million people under the age of 50 that have student loan debts. Yeah. Just to put that in its proper perspective, it's so much money. The U.S. government can't afford to pay it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Currently, the average loan debt is forty thousand one hundred and fourteen. That's the at what it is right now. Meaning yeah. there's a lot of people who have over two hundred thousand sure. or some that only have like ten thousand that went to like some sort of local schools. Um now what will that earn you? That at, you know, if you spend what is it, twenty thousand dollars a year roughly to go to school? I haven't priced out these universities. Something lately, like that. Depending on where you go, yeah. Well, you, the semester at USC is going to be about seven grand. Housing so twelve to fifteen just for the tuition. Then you yeah. got to add in the yeah. food and the housing. So you spent we'll round it up to roughly thirty thousand a year. That's a hundred and twenty thousand dollars that you spent to go to school. And again, you're earning an average of five thousand dollars a year more than a high school graduate. And here's the problem, though, Kelly. There really is no, and there's no getting around this. You're going, t- you're going. Uh, what do you want to call it on us again? Few good men. Few good men. There's really no way to get around this, Kelly. The problem is, is that we have dumbed down the K through 12 education so bad now that college actually is going to end up being like an eight year program. We got to go back because you didn't get but an eighth grade education in, in high school, and we have to start adding in lesser than levels again. Well. I would I would make the argument that the point of school has actually changed. So the point of school, if you're talking about in the like grammar school through most of high school, that's legitimately changed from a learning experience to a babysitting experience. Mm-hmm. That's why today's parents are are quick to chastise the teachers. Whereas previously, the parents were quick to chastise the children. So if a parent heard from a teacher or heard, if I had the audacity to say, my teacher doesn't like me. Well, what do you, what's the reason? Why don't they like you? What are you doing to screw up a, a very important relationship? It's your job to figure out how to get along with them. It's not their job to figure out how to like you. That was the message. You are the employee. They're the employer. The teacher is the boss. You do what they tell you to do. And if you don't do it, there's repercussions, serious repercussions. Today, I'm hearing that school boards around this great state of ours are arguing amongst themselves about whether it's racially inclusive to have detention. 
They're saying that we can't have detention anymore. So no wonder the inmates are running the asylum. Exactly. There is no repercussions for bad habits. And what happens is these parents are now siding with the kids. Why did you try to get my kid in trouble? Well, so basically you're looking at us as a way of babysitting your kids for you. Got it. Then they get to college, if they go to college, and you're spending $100,000 or more in order to be indoctrinated into some sort of socialist mindset. That is the goal of the universities. That's the goal. The goal is not to make you an engineer. We couldn't give a crap if you build a bridge. We don't even want a bridge. We don't want a bridge. (laughs) If we We want a bridge, we'll hire a company from China to build it. Yes. We don't want that. What we want is you to pledge allegiance to the government, not the United States of America, the government of the United States of America. And so that's what the whole damn program has been about for 40 years now. And now we're reaping the the, uh, the rewards of that. So we didn't teach you from K to 12. We're going to send you to college where colleges are now doing lesser than programs so we can get them up to maybe do college level. And you're going to be there for four years, so you end up with a high school degree. That's the end result. Congratulations, government. You've got exactly, apparently, what you designed it to be. It had to be designed, otherwise it wouldn't be happening. Oh, yeah, it's all by design.